Hello, my beloved, and welcome to the Body-Led Business Podcast. I am your host, Ulrika Valen, and today we have such a potent and juicy conversation. We're going to look at all the nuances of doing identity work, specifically as entrepreneurs. Why? Because entrepreneurship is always demanding that we upgrade our identities over and over again. So before I go into all the beautiful conversations around identity, there's something I want to share that is quite related to identity. So you may have noticed that on social media, I have been doing a challenge. I call it the human first challenge, where I am letting you into the behind the scenes of my life. I am letting you into my world as a human and as a woman first, before being a coach, a leader, and an entrepreneur. And why am I doing this? So recently, I made a story which felt completely unimportant to me, but it was just fun to share. So I was in the kitchen. Kevin was going to play basketball. You know, there was a lot of things happening in the kitchen. We had two dogs. Kevin had a friend over, the owner of the two dogs. So it was kind of chaos in the kitchen. And I just filmed it. And I didn't really share anything about it. And I just posted it. And I received so many messages from women saying, oh, it's so good to just feel you, you know, you being at home, you being in the kitchen, you not being this goddess that always has everything together. Because sometimes I feel when we show a really curated life, we give this image that we always have it all together. And that's simply not true. And what happens is that our soulmate clients, instead of feeling just inspired, you know, by our, in inverted commas, perfect life, they actually feel the gap and we may become even unrelatable. So I felt really inspired to commit to doing a 30-day challenge where I am showing something about my life every single day, except weekends, because I don't do social media weekends, where I'm just showing something that may not feel really relevant to what I do, but it's just part of my daily life. So I am showing you things like me furnishing my house or cooking. And I kid you not, I have received messages from women saying, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like I resonate with everything that you are saying, right? And this is how we build connection. And it is part of a business strategy, even though it's not directly shown as a business strategy because I am building trust with my people. And this way, people can feel that they can relate to me human to human. And eventually, this really deepens our bond, our relatability, our connection as you know a mentor and a client. And this will translate into deeper relationships with my future clients. Again, I am not doing this to get more clients, but I know that this will massively change my relationship with my audience in the best possible way. So when it comes to working with identity, this is so related to identity work because personally, I realized that I created this identity as a coach that that is actually quite related to my perfectionist side. And I'm still working on it. It's definitely a work in progress. But my feed has become really curated, which I love. For me, it's such a beautiful art gallery that displays my work and my professionalism. But at the same time, I felt a little bit boxed by my curated feed because I just wanted sometimes to show up just the way I am without having my perfect branding being reflected on my feed and in my stories. And I just wanted to be a human. So it feels really good for me to kind of break free from my own perfectly curated identity. So I'm still keeping my feet 
as a beautiful curated art gallery, but my stories are becoming a place where there's just so much more permission to be a human first that doesn't have it all together. Okay, so when it comes to working with our identities, our identities are such a big deal because they truly define our habits, our perceptions, our beliefs, and all the ways that we lead our lives and our businesses. This is why I love bridging the work of wealth and identity because money holds so many dichotomies. We think that we have to choose between money and being a spiritual person. We feel that we have to choose between money and love. And this is so, so relevant for so many high achieving entrepreneurs actually really holding this belief and then feeling that they cannot have the love that they want if they have created a highly successful business. So when it comes to creating wealth and being a spiritual person, when it comes to creating wealth and being a woman who's devoted to love, working with identity is really at the very center of this work because we really have to question our beliefs telling us why I cannot have the money and the success I want, being a spiritual person and being a woman who's so devoted to love. So it's not just about changing our money story. It's really about changing our entire identity. And why is it hard to change our identities? Why is it hard to, you know, just change the narrative mentally and repeat a thousand times this positive affirmation that, I am a woman who gets to have it all, the love and the business, but the body has a very different agenda. The body will maybe recite a story that when I chose my career, my first partner abandoned me. It's not the case in my life, but that could be the case for someone else, right? So when we do identity work, there is much deeper somatic healing that wants to happen right? So that we get to reconcile these dichotomies, making us believe that we have to choose between one or the other. And do you know what's really at the very core of identity work? It's our sense of belonging. It's our sense of identifying with the community, with the people that make us feel ourselves. So if the word identity had a verb, I believe that it would be to belong, And this is the very reason why we hold such fixed identities, because we fear that if we change our identity, we will stop being relatable and thus lose our belonging to our people. So you probably know that I am from Lithuania. I come from quite a small town, but it's quite big for our Lithuanian standards. I come from a place called Shole, in case you happen to know it. And scarcity has been part of my identity for many years. Why? Because over dinner, my parents would connect over the conversation about discounts and potentially complaints about increased food prices, for example. There were moments where we had no money to buy meat. There were moments where at some point in our life, we lived five people in an apartment that had one bedroom and one living room. So it was me, my parents, my sister, and my grandma. My grandma had her own room. And then me, my parents, and my sister would convert the living room into a bedroom at night. Right, So it was four people living in the living room. 
which now feels kind of intense and crazy, but that was my reality. So over the years, I had to do so much somatic healing work around money in order to claim my new wealth identity. And my biggest fear was, what if I'm no longer relatable to my family and even all of Lithuania as a country? Because I have quite a big social media presence in Lithuania, and I have a lot of beautiful women in my community in Lithuania. So I was fearing that what if I become this kind of woman that people see as superficial or just materialistic, even though I teach both inner spiritual work and money and business. So for me to really claim the fact that I care about money and I want more money and then I love money, actually, I really do love money <laughs> and I fully own that. That was a really, really big edge for me. And I really had to do my deeper identity work to realize that I do not desire to belong to a place, not just in terms of a country, but also in terms of, of, of a community that makes me feel small and does not allow me to step into my new identity around wealth. So that was one of the many identities I had to rewire. So deep down, I had to find a new place where I belong. So of course, eventually it is my body. Eventually it is me sourcing my internal anchoring so fucking deeply every single day so that I do not allow my external circumstances to define my place of belonging. It has to come from my own internal anchoring. And speaking of that, I actually have recorded a free meditation for all of you, which will help you source your internal validation, internal anchoring as a next level CEO. So all I want you to do is to leave a review on this podcast and then send me a screenshot of this review on social media, on Instagram, and then I will send you the link to the free meditation. And I have actually even recorded two versions of this meditation, one with music, one without, so that you can really apply it to all the possible situations in your life, such as waking up and falling asleep, going for a walk, maybe doing a movement practice to really remember that as a CEO, as a leader, it's your job every single day to source your inner anchoring, your inner validation, and also your place of belonging. So coming back to our conversation on identities, I would love for you to question, what kind of identities do you hold as an entrepreneur? And how could they be limiting you? So I have already shared, you know, that I felt that I am so professional and therefore everything has to be curated on my feed. And that was limiting me. So I had to break through this identity. And right now I feel so much more inspired and energized to show up on social media, even though I had already loved social media for a long time. But right now, since I have already claimed my new edge as a professional entrepreneur, it feels so liberating to realize that I can be both professional and also just a fucking human, right? So I'll give you some examples of identities that you could be holding as an entrepreneur and how they could potentially be maybe holding you back. So one example, being a heart-led entrepreneur may make you believe that you have to serve everyone, respond to all the DMs, maybe give free coaching and tips in your DMs. Maybe you feel that you are here to be a role model of what's possible. 
But at the same time, you may have left no space for yourself to be just a messy human who doesn't have it all together. Maybe you are a relationship coach and now you feel that you cannot break up with your partner in case things are not going well because your professional identity is based on you being in a relationship, right? So, of course, the last conversation is a little bit more complex, but all of these examples portray that sometimes we start abiding by identities that are no longer true and it's time for an upgrade. So take some time to reflect on this, maybe journal about this. And eventually when you break free from your old identities, you know what's the magical thing that happens? You start raising the standard in everything that you do in your life. So when you upgrade your identity in one area in life, this will upgrade your identity in all the other areas in life. So when I work with identities, imagine that I am standing in an elevator. (laughs) And so I am now in level one. And my current identity as a devotee to love, for example, will inform how I show up in my business, in my personal practice, in my relationship to money, in my confidence when I enter a room full of amazing people and things like that. And then when I upgrade my identity with all of my beliefs, all of my patterns and habits, I go to the second floor and then I am here to claim another identity and new habits and new patterns in the way I show up in life and lead myself. So when we work with identity, it truly permeates all the areas in your life. So let me give you an example. When I rewired my relationship identity in terms of my attachment style, that just gave me so much more permission and confidence to realize that I am a whole new being. So in the past, I would be definitely much more on the anxious attached side when it comes to love. And in my relationship with Kevin, we were mostly secure attached about, I don't know, 95% of the time. And when I realized this, it was such a breakthrough moment because this gave me such a permission to remember that I am a sovereign being capable of making such major changes in my relationship life, which also means that I feel much more confident, more empowered to show up with my clients. That also inspired me to set different boundaries when it comes to my work. That also inspired me to really claim my voice in terms of knowing that as a woman, I can create every little thing that I can imagine right? Because if I was able to change my relationship style, which is not so easy to do, that means that I am such an infinite creator. And this truly poured back into my creativity, into how I speak, how I use my voice, how I carry myself in my relationship with Kevin and all the things in between, right? May this inspire you that when you change your identity, this will upgrade all of your life. Not just that specific identity around money or business, but deep down, it is going to change the self-worth that you hold about yourself. And also it's going to inspire you to have a whole new sense of belonging within yourself, which is so, so important as a leader. So may you hold this conversation as a lifelong practice May you remember that when you change your identities, there may be some grief because it will mean that we will have to clear some old cords 
with people and all communities and all the identities which we have already outgrown. And this is definitely not easy. But at the same time, I want to invite you to not wait for permission. As a leader, you are here to go first. And eventually, it's not just about you know, your wealth identity. It's not about the money. It's not about the kind of guy you attract in your life. It is deep down about the woman that you're here to become. It is about the kind of leader you are here to become in the process of working with your identities. So may you have the courage to let go of any old unconscious identities that may have shaped your entire life. Remember that every single identity upgrade will require a profound spiritual initiation. It is going to be inconvenient, but I promise it is going to be worth it. It is going to be worth every single drop of your effort, of your sweat, of your devotion, of your time. And know that every single level of success will ask that you surrender your old identities. And this process is so important. And it will happen, of course, not just mentally, but inside of your body, inside of your nervous system. And this is why I'm so thrilled to invite you to my somatic business mastermind. It is called Velocity. We're starting in mid-June and this mastermind will really support you to go through multiple identity upgrades as an entrepreneur, as a creator, as an artist, and of course, as an entrepreneur. So send me a DM if you feel called to receive long-term high-touch support that really marries the somatics, and also the business strategy. So I'll be so excited to chat with you. Feel free to send me a DM if you have any questions and to really end this conversation on identity, I would love for you to send me again a DM with any takeaways that you have about this episode, anything that came up or any questions. I'll be so, so excited to have a conversation because I am obsessed with identity work and I would so love for you to leave a review under this podcast so that this work could be shared with many more women. Remember when you leave a review, please send me a screenshot on Instagram so that I could send you my free meditation on how to source your internal anchoring as a CEO. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.